Hello and welcome to another episode of Gaijin Bento. My name is Brian. And I'm Sage. A podcast made for degenerate weebs and Japan enthusiasts. We talk about all kinds of Japanese culture and media. Hello, Sage. How are you today? Doing pretty good, Brian. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. So, I was editing the last episode and I sounded like a jittery hooligan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, last week、uh, when we were recording, I had、um, a monster drink. Oh, no. And- <laughs> and I usually, I usually don't have、uh, energy, energy drinks.、Um, but I felt like, you know, I need, you know, it's episode two. I need a bit more energy. I need, I need to do this. But apparently it was a bit too much energy. Because,、um, like, I was tripping over my words and I was breathing like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I, was, I was like, <laughs> Like, like my, my heart was going to stop in any minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even notice when we were talking. I guess I'll have to go back and like do a deep dive. <laughs> well, I edited a lot of, a lot of that out. Ah. <laughs> um, so I spent a lot of time editing out my Jabba the Hot sending ass <laughs> breathing noises.、Uh, <laughs> but.、Aww. So, so today I decided to have a bit more cool, you know, nice black coffee too.、Um, I had a couple other drinks, but、um, no energy drinks today. So I'm a lot less likely to die from a heart attack today. <laughs> Man, how did you feel after we recorded? Do you remember? So I didn't even notice how fast I was talking and how, mu- how heavy I was breathing. Until I started editing it, and I'm like, oh my God, it's gonna be an hour of this. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh my gosh. It's,、uh, it was really bad. Every other, every other second, it's like, all right, I'm editing this out. I'm editing this. <laughs> Ooh, this one's real heavy. Definitely not in.、Uh, so I'm、oh、a lot, I'm gonna be, I'm much more careful this time. I'm, uh, Not super sicko mode. Yeah, no, no five hour energy for you, bud. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> What are monsters like in Japan?、Uh, they're basically the same.、Um, I saw some pretty unique flavors that I didn't see back in the US, but it's basically like the super sugary, you know, what you'd expect from Monster. The cans are a bit smaller, but they're still about the same price as the US ones. Probably better that But, they、uh, limit how much you're having if they know they're already gonna, you know, do a number on you. Yeah, especially after taking it last week. Definitely learned <laughs> my lesson. Oh my goodness. Well, so you said you had, you're just having some regular black coffee. What was, you sent me a photo. Was it like a special Sakura cup that they gave you? Ah, so actually, no, that was actually a Starbucks. Uh, sakura flavored drink from so yeah, they had it at the kombini. They don't, we don't, we don't have uh Starbucks in the island, but we do get many of the like bottled and canned products in the kombinis. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, the ones that are like the kind of like the ready to and like 
That makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, so it was a Sakura flavored drink. It actually had like little jellies, like the boba jellies. I don't know if that's what you'd call them. Oh, so, yeah. It was really good. I had uh, a Sakura mochi uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and it was okay. It was just the texture was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. But it did look really pretty. It was like this really nice, bright pink mochi. Um, but this was actually really delicious. I really in- enjoyed the the Starbucks. Uh, That's fantastic. Are they um are they so are the blossoms starting to um kind of be more in bloom or do they already happen? So in mainland Japan, it's basically about to peak in maybe like a week or two. So yeah, it's basically Sakura season out in Japan. I'm planning to go to mainland Japan uh, for spring break, which is coming up at the end of the month. So hopefully I still get to see some really nice Sakura. I hope, I hope, I hope. Yeah, that'll be fun. So um, it, what other, do they have a lot of um, like Sakura flavored things on the island or is it just kind of a few? They have a few. We did have like our own unique, uh, not breed, but our own type of uh, Sakura. Uh, so does Okinawa. And Sakura actually blooms a bit early out here. Uh, so it's already over on this island. It usually starts around mid-January to early February. But there's yeah, they're oh, slightly wow. different color. I, I would say they're a bit darker than the ones in mainland Japan, but they're still really pretty. That's really neat. I remember when when I went a handful of years ago, since we were on uh, mainland, uh, our teacher was trying to um, time the trip so it would be, you know, about, about the time where they were starting to. And we did get to see some, but most of them were really in bloom, like right when we came back home. So, you know, it's kind of hard to predict some years, I'm sure. Yeah, they usually have like some kind of map uh, that they release online about like where and when you can see them the best, what the best time is. Uh, so the more south you are, the earlier they bloom. So in the northern Tohoku and Hokkaido area, they actually it's usually around early April when the peak season is. But if you're like southern Kyushu, it's actually going to be in like about a week or so where it's, uh, it's peak season. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I can't. I really, really hope I can see them because I, I'm still thinking about my trip. I'm not exactly sure. At first, I was thinking Yokohama, but maybe that might have to wait till the summer, because that's really far. Um, so maybe I want to hit up some areas in pre, uh, in uh, Kyushu like uh, Kumamoto, uh, Nagasaki, and uh, and Miyazaki. Ooh, that sounds fun. So how how long is um the spring break um out there for schools? Typically uh two weeks, so they get two weeks of spring break. That's nice. That's that's better than out here. You can actually like, you know, um like if you need to plan for travel, you don't have to sacrifice a day. Cause in the States, you know, it's just the just the um like the seven, or really five if you're just counting like the days of the week. Without the weekends. Yeah. Yeah, so like their uh, um, their school systems pretty interesting. It's actually very similar to American uh, school systems, but um, th- it, so th- at the uh, at the end of this semester, uh, it's actually the end of the school year. So the new school year starts in April, 
Yes, you know, I remember being so confused about that um, <laughs> before I started watching certain anime where they were accurately depicting school. Uh, like I started watching uh, Boku no Hero Academia this past year. Seriously, I, I tried to watch it and then I like fell off the rails. Um, but I was trying to figure out what time of year it was um, because of the way that their semesters worked. And then I found out through watching the show that um, their second semester or their school year ends about this time, like you said, and then it starts back up. Whereas, you know, for me, my whole life has been in um, the U.S. So our school year ends usually like May or June and then it starts in August, September. Right. And what's pretty interesting is that the, the summer break is still the longest in the entire school uh, school year. It's actually about a month that they get off in August and then they go back to school in September for uh, next semester. So so um, describe again. You said so this the semester is ending then um, would it be in April? So yeah, April April starts the new school year after the spring break. Okay. And then we have April, May, June, July, and then uh one month of summer break and they go back to school in September. That's cool. I feel like in the summertime I'll have more time. I might depending on how uh COVID is and all the restrictions, I do kind of wanna go back home for a little bit. Uh but we'll see how that goes. We'll stay tuned. <laughs> right. If, well, we miss you. We'd we'd love to we'd love to see you in person. But you know, I get it too. You got to do what's what's best. And you know, with all the, you know, protocols or things that they're requiring of you, it it might you know be kind of tough to justify certain types of trips. Yeah, especially with like Japan, they've been very strict with the, uh, the border crossings and everything. They've been making it kind of difficult for and not just like foreigners, but anyone leaving the country kind of sucks yeah it seems like it would they're you know and sometimes you wonder okay where are you being too strict about things but i guess you know they're they're really just trying to you know do everything that they can to i mean make sure there's no flare-ups japan never got it as bad as other parts of the country or other parts of the world rather um they just they are definitely a lot more terrified of it uh but i did take my third vaccine so Hell yeah. Oh, nice. Um, and how, how easy was that to set up out there? Not super easy, but oh. <laughs> my neighbor. <laughs> so my neighbor offered to uh, go with me and she was my translator. So she went with me to sign up and uh, she also went with me to get the actual shot. And if it wasn't for her, there's no way I would have been able to figure that out on my own. Like she had to sign. She signed these papers for me. So she did everything. It was, it was awesome. Well, that's I great. Very lucky. You sound yeah. You sound like you have some really great neighbors from conversations we've had in the past. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, so they're actually not from the island. They're from inland Japan as well, and they've traveled from all over the world as well, not just all over Japan. Uh, so they're an older married couple. Uh, the wife has actually lived in the states. She lived in New York, and she also, I believe, she said she lived in mexico too for maybe some time and i know she traveled through a lot of a lot of latin america because she said she really likes the uh, latin american culture Ooh. and she can speak spanish pretty well too oh that's awesome are those the neighbors that you were cooking for yeah 
Yeah, because they it's like my way of paying back is they'd always like make food for me. I'm like, well, I suck at cooking, so here's this <laughs> very salty uh, potato, sma- uh, ultimately smashed potatoes. <laughs> that sounds good, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, say no to any potatoes. <laughs> Actually, speaking of uh, potatoes, um, I've I've helped out at uh, a potato farm out here a couple times. So I helped out yesterday for a few hours. Um, and it's potato season in the island. Oh, that's a thing. That's so cool. Yeah. So I helped out. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, and I got some free lunch out of it yesterday. So it was kind of nice, but I think I'm way over potatoes now because sometimes <laughs> at the, at one of the schools that, uh, that I teach at, they also have their own like little potato farm. Or potato garden. I don't know what you would call it. It's kind of small, but they have it. So they're, they've been growing potatoes. And they gave me, like, over the last couple of weeks, they've given me, like, two full bags of uh, potatoes. And yesterday, they gave me a full bag of potatoes. They're like, all right, here's your salary. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you got to be, like, sick of them pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, so I've been making, like, mashed potatoes. And I've been trying to think of a way to get rid of them and, you know, cook some, like, mashed potatoes for teachers and my neighbors. But... They're also sick of potatoes. They they have they have bags of potatoes on their own. So every time I've offered it, like uh, one teacher was like, "Oh no, thanks. I actually have a couple full bags in my car." <laughs> God damn. Oh man, you guys are up to your elbows in potatoes. I, I saw that photo you posted, and yes, it makes sense. That's what you were doing because I, I could see you were clearly out. You guys were were like harvesting. <laughs> Looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it's a good time, and I got to talk to some people and actually practice my Japanese, so it was kind of cool. Hey, that sounds like a great experience. You know, you always are learning, and um, it feels like there's like you know never enough uh, enough practice you can get. Yeah, I think I got it pretty down after the second time, uh, just by look watching everybody else. It's actually pretty easy. So like the big tractor gets all the potatoes out of the actual field, and then. Like our job was just to like clean the soil off the potatoes and it's really easy. So, you know, it sounds like a, you know, like something you can do and, you know, have some good conversation in between and you really appreciate, you know, the, the hard work that goes into it. Yeah. It's, uh, it actually doesn't feel like a lot of, uh, like, like hard work. Um, the soil usually comes off pretty easy if it didn't like rain the day before. So yeah. Hell yeah. I'm fa- I'm Farmer Brown. <laughs> so you're telling me I should just I should just quit my job and just you know be a potato farmer and I'll be like you know it's uh, it's not much but it's honest work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you can flex on uh, 19th century uh, Ireland. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh man, I'll just you know just go out to Japan and you know harvest potatoes. <laughs> Take that, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, they're raising the <laughs> Ireland hates her. <laughs> as old uh, as you'd see on facebook oh my gosh they're gonna be like japan why didn't we think of that dumb ireland and their potato famine (laughs) yeah like don't they like live in potatoes how did they run out of them yeah come on cowards (laughs) y'all cowards don't even grow potatoes no i don't know i guess the leprechauns just refuse to help or something 
I, I don't know how Ireland works. I just I just assume that it's a country run by um like little like folklore uh, creatures. I mean, we've never been there, so I would believe you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Half of, half of Chicago is gonna hate that if they hear this. Oh yeah, yeah. H- half of Chicago is like gonna con- seriously consider, um, you know, flying out to Japan just to just to give you what for, and uh, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna check me you know, the IP address. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'd be kind of honored if someone flew just to kill me. That'd be kind of <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> oh man, the the Irish assassins are. Are gonna take you out over the over these uh, snide potato comments? Yeah, like all of this for me? Thank you. <laughs> but you know, like maybe maybe it'd be like a scene in like this like intense action film where you're, you're like fighting for your life, but then you reach for a potato and then you you hand it out to them like as like the life is draining from you, and they realize we we can just share the potatoes. It's okay. You don't have to fight anymore. <laughs> Big brain. Right, galaxy brain. <laughs> Big brain. Oh my goodness. Well, that's really cool that um the the school or you work at multiple schools. Is that correct? Yes, I work at seven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's a lot. So um and are there gardens at all of them or just some of them? Uh, they all have gardens to some extent. Some of them grow vegetables. Some of them just grow flowers. But uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. When I first arrived um, and I was getting introduced to everybody, all the teachers and everything in each individual school, uh, I went to this one school in particular and I saw this one guy. He was working working the garden outside and he saw me and I, I told him who he was, who I was and... It was like, oh, uh, hello, I'm the principal. So it's just kind of like interesting, you know, that uh, principals and just everybody, just they all do garden work and outside work. I don't think you would see that in a school in America, at least from, I don't know, maybe maybe just because we're from the city. But I was kind of surprised that, you know, the principal was doing that kind of work outside. I would be too, you know, you would think between just all the admin and like paperwork type of things that would require them to be either constantly running meetings uh, and doing other things, but then also to any free time that they would have, you just wouldn't expect to see them out doing that either. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, I thought it was kind of bizarre, but really cool and kind of humbling in a way. Oh, I, I think so, too. That that absolutely is, you know, instead of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times in certain schools, you want you wouldn't even see the principal just because they were always in their office, you know. So to see them like out there just so casually, you know, working on the land, that's really neat. Yeah. And he was wearing overalls and everything. So oh, was he really? I would have thought it was just like a farmer or something hanging out. Oh, my God. He's Farmer Brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've been playing Majora's Mask. It came out on Nintendo Switch, like that online expansion pack, the Nintendo oh 64 God, one. Oh my God, it did. Oh, I'm going to have to jump on that. I'm so excited. So I actually never beat Majora's Mask. I know how it ends because I really, I've always loved the story and the lore and the characters, but 
I actually I never even got uh I never got to the the second temple in the game ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> actually from what I remember now, maybe I didn't even finish the first temple. And <laughs> this is this is why, okay. So I did uh finish Ocarina of Time, but that took about 13 years of being stuck in the water temple. <laughs> yeah, that so, one that one's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because all of all the other temples aren't even that hard. Even like the final fight with Ganon was pretty easy in comparison. Yeah. I then again, I'm also really stupid. But <laughs> I remember the the age when I was really playing those games. Like I understood how video games worked, but I also kind of lacked like some of the brain power to do like the problem solving and like critical thinking. So I definitely needed to have like older siblings of friends come in and like help us with things like the temples yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. like the water temple <laughs> right um it's, it's been a long time since i played but majora's mask is probably my favorite of like the og zelda but i think even just in general out of out of all the zeldas i think that one's um that one's my favorite too <laughs> yeah i i've always enjoyed the story but so the reason why I never, I basically just gave up, <laughs> was, <laughs> so, the the Majora's Mask has that three-day cycle thing, right? Yes. Um, and, and you know, when, once you get to day three, you know, game over. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was in the middle of the, the first temple, okay? And I had 200 rupees, and the day was about to end. So I was like, oh, shit, I need to uh, go back in time because then I'll die. And this is like all the money that I had. So I, you know, I do the song, the song of time or whatever. And I didn't know this at the time, but yeah, if you don't deposit your rupees, uh, you lose them all if you <sighs> reset to day one. And yeah. that's exactly what I did. I had lost like all my items uh, and my money. And oh. I was like, well, I'm not playing this for a long time. Oh, no. Did you rage quit? <laughs> yeah, I mega rage quit. Because <laughs> I think I got pretty far. And I don't know. It, it upset me that I lost all my money. It just like the, the idea that I didn't know. In hindsight, it was like 200 rupees. rupees. It's not a big deal. But I was like, I lost everything. Yeah, still, it's progress. It's time <laughs> that you spent like getting all those things. And now you have to, you know, redo all of them if you, like, want everything back. <laughs> yeah, that would drive me nuts, too. Especially as a kid, I'd have no patience for that. Yeah, so I was like, heck it, I'm done. <laughs> and <laughs> so fast forward now to now, um, I'm basically at the same spot where I was when I first uh, gave up, but I know better now. And not, not only that, but I've been actively trying to get all of, like, the masks and everything so I, I really want that fierce deity mask for the end fight oh yeah so far it's been pretty good i tried not to look at the walkthroughs but it's kind of hard not to because you know well one again i'm i am the dumb <laughs> i can't figure things games can't expect me to figure things out like that <laughs> it's okay i do the same thing when i when i'm ever like kind of stuck i hit a wall <laughs> Yeah, but with the like, yeah, with the temple though, I've been trying to figure it out all on my own. With the temples, it's a bit different because it's that's where all, all the actual like, you know, the puzzle game aspect of it comes in. 
Oh yeah. But. I um I try not to look at like walkthroughs unless I really have exhausted all my options and I'm like, well, I am just dumb. So someone's gonna have to like <laughs> spell this out for me. And then half the time when I look at it, I'm like, I swear I did this. I must not have been doing it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, all right. Yeah, it's uh, like it's what I love and don't like about Zelda games, but I just I'll still play it. Oh, absolutely! You got it. That's awesome. You know, I this that shows you how much I don't actually like. I'm like such a casual like video game player. I go through waves where I'll play a bunch, um, right in a row, or like there's a period of time where I'll like be consistently playing games, and then there are weeks and months where I have not touched anything. <laughs> Um, mm. so yeah, now that I know that it's part of that, um, that Nintendo service, cause I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart, um, uh, I'm going to have to check that out too and, uh, get some nostalgia points. Which Mario Kart have you been playing? Uh, I think 64 because I don't, I don't remember all that you can get with, um, that's that streaming service. And, um, I know that we have 64, my sister and I were trying to play because she really loves Mario Kart. And um, I'm actually okay at Mario Kart 64. It's the most recent one for the Switch. That's the one where I thought I was good at Mario Kart, but you automatically start with the steering assist on. And so mm. when I was playing with a friend one time, we both were like, wow, we're so much better at this than we thought. Like, <laughs> we're doing so good. And then we we're, I think we were playing Rainbow Road, where that was the one we were like, oh, this is going to be nuts because Rainbow Road's always the most like chaotic um you know, track. And once we were realizing that we weren't like flying off every 20 seconds, we were like, this feels too easy. Some, something's up here. Something's up. So we like press start, check the settings and we realized, oh, mm, we've been playing with the driving assist on this entire time. That's why we've been so, you know, good in air quotes. <laughs> so we take off the assist. <laughs> I just kept flying off the edge. <laughs> I was like, that's it. I'm putting it back on. I don't care. Flying off the edge sounds like a Linkin Park song. It really does. It's just like, flying <laughs> off the edge. I will not finish this race. It's, yeah, it took way too long to finish it without the assist. But um, I've been playing it without, though. Um, the last few times I've been playing and I've kind of gotten like a better idea of, um, like when I need to start kind of, um, like kind of pulling off the accelerator and like when I need to start like engaging the drift, um, mechanics, um, still not great, but I'm going for longer periods of time without, you know, running straight into a wall. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. What? I didn't even know that the assist thing was a thing until you just said that a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, not every game has it. Like, I don't think the original does. I, I don't think they were uh, <laughs> they were going to give us a, a handicap uh, so soon. <laughs> but the, I know the newer ones. I don't know how long it was a feature, but I know the one like the, the, the newest one for the Switch. That one definitely um has it and i think i think it's a default setting like you have to toggle it off oh yeah so if you're thinking that you are also uh you know uh really good at mario kart that might not be the case yeah thanks for uh breaking that to me that oh, i thought i was like 
<laughs> I thought I was a pro. I was. A th- I thought I was a pro gamer, but it turns out I'm a, a beta cuck. <laughs> well, okay. If it makes you feel any better, um, you will probably still be way better than me because um, even though I've I've gotten better since I've started playing it more regularly. I still just struggle so hard. <laughs> and usually everybody I play with, um, they're always beating me. And not even just by, like, a couple of um, places. Like, like they'll be in, like, first and second and third. And I'm rolling in at, like, eighth, seventh, if I'm lucky. <laughs> it's bad. It me. I suck at video games. Like, all of them. I, that's why I just don't play online with anybody. I'm such a terrible gamer <laughs> every every genre that has ever existed i'm really bad at like i have my favorite ones but it took me a long time to just accept it and i didn't play video games for a long time there was like a period where i just didn't touch them because i hated how much i hated how bad i was at video games and then at just one point i just accepted it and then now now i enjoy video games again <laughs> well that's good because i think there's this weird culture of um like you have to be good if you're playing a game like if you're bad at it then like you're you know you shouldn't even be playing which i think is ridiculous like the whole point is you should be enjoying it um but people even uh, you know shame you for what level you choose and like who cares like really who cares like if you want to play at a hard level and that's how you enjoy the game awesome if you want to play on the lowest level or a level in between like you you do what is going to be the best for you know your experience with the game true and i think now that we're getting a bit older um just like our the people in our age group just don't really care that much anymore so it's just kind of nice and that we know we're all kind of growing growing up and we just like playing video games we don't care what level (laughs) oh yeah like we don't care at all like i mean i still trash talk and so, you know, like, you know, whenever we play Smash with 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 Josh and with Eric, like, <laughs> like, even like me, like, I don't I don't win very often against you guys. But like, I'm the one who's talking, you know, the most shit. <laughs> and it's just fun. It doesn't matter, you know, like if if some of us aren't as good as others, like we're having a good time. Yeah, it doesn't turn into the Xbox uh, 360 lobby chat. <laughs> oh God, no, <laughs> no, I, uh, I'd have to leave the chat. <laughs> was was that you back in the day? Were you one of the ones that was, uh, you know, wanting to hex someone's mama? Uh, always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't have my own account because um. I didn't have money, <laughs> so um, so I would just play mostly offline. I didn't do a whole lot of online gaming. Um, my dad is the one who does more of that, and even now he really doesn't because, um, like, you know, when you're an adult, like, it's hard to, you know, play online with your friends, and if you don't want to play online with random people, um, you know, you're just not going to do it. So he has the pass, I think, just so he can get all, like, the content and mm. other services. But that's kind of more of his thing. Um, sometimes I would I would use his, but then other people that he would play with would think that it was him online. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm just trying <laughs> to play Spyro. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not here for this Tom Clancy. I'm I'm not doing these first person shooters. <laughs> you're like, just just kidding. I'm I'm an old man with a very high voice right (laughs) yeah i've never done the um 
like the I've never chatted. Um, I think my dad has a headset, or he did because um, with his <laughs> friends sometimes he would. But even even with his friends, like they usually wouldn't even do that. They would just like agree, like okay, we're gonna you know we're gonna play Halo together, or oh, we're gonna you know play this game together. And they weren't like you know, screaming through the headset. <laughs> so, sorry, but I just pictured like your dad like swearing over the Xbox 360, trying to get you like pissed. Just oh like swearing prof- all kinds of profanities, and you're just like you're like ten years old, and you're in the other room playing with like I don't know Mario Kart, and you just hear your dad screaming. Some twelve-year-old on the Xbox 360 chat. That is so funny because, like, my dad is somebody who, especially when my sister and I were little, and like even now, he very much is always somebody who like thinks about like the things that he says, and he will always get on my mom because she's a bit looser about that. Like you, you know, my mom. You've probably heard her. So yeah. we we joke that she's like you know the sailor of the family because she you know she doesn't really care as much depending on what she's saying um but like it's just so funny to me because i know my dad like when we're not around yeah like he'll he'll swear but like in front of us he's like no i'm not gonna do that so (laughs) it's kind of funny to think about him just yelling (laughs) xbox um because i'm because i know like when he plays video games even um when he's not playing online um, when he gets frustrated and when he's about to rage quit, like he knows, like if he doesn't stop, it's just all gonna come out. So he has to either just stop the game entirely, especially if like I'm around or when I was around when I was younger. <laughs> he had to like really be careful because I could see he was like ready, <laughs> but he was like, nope, nope, nope. Kids here, kids here. Gotta, gotta say something else. <laughs> well, that's that takes some some very strong willpower. It really does. Um, yeah, my dad's pretty good at, at the willpower thing. Um, I, I don't know how he does it, but, um, but he does. And even if he did like slip up, it's like, it's nothing that I wouldn't have heard at that age. It would have been in like a PG movie. Maybe he would have said, damn it. Or, you know, or like crap, but like, you know, those things he didn't really care too much about, you know, when I was younger, as long as I wasn't the one saying them. <laughs> Like, ah, barnacles. Right. So yeah, he'd have to like say other things, and he would. There was a lot of fricks, a lot, <laughs> a lot of fricks, which is kind of funny because it makes me think of like a twelve-year-old playing Minecraft. <laughs> um. So yeah, he had to get a little creative, especially if um if I was around and you know, and he was getting a little too heated with a video game. <laughs> have you ever? Okay. So I have a, a crazy gamer kid moment. I actually have damaged a controller because I was really upset with a game. Um, I was playing uh, one of the Naruto games uh, back in like probably 2005, 2006. I was like middle school and I was really mad because Rock Lee kept beating me. (laughs) And I forget who I was playing as, but I was trying to progress in the story. So I was probably playing as Naruto or like Sasuke. And I was just so mad because I was like, why can't I beat this goofy, goofy ass? Like, why does he keep beating me? I hate this. And I got so mad that um, I took my controller and without really thinking about it, I just um, kind of smashed the one side of it against um, the rest of my computer chair that I was sitting on and it shattered the whole side. You unleashed your inner Rockley. Oh my god, I did. Or my inner Sakura, honestly. 
Um, but the reason it, it did what it did was because it was one of those see-through ones and those aren't completely solid or, or they're not as solid as like the other ones just because like you can see everything inside the controller and it lights up. So it was one of those special ones and uh, it wasn't reinforced the same way a normal GameCube controller is. So as soon as I, I hit it with enough, um, enough force, it just, um, the, I think I, I think I took it with like my left hand and I slammed it on the, um, on the right side and like the whole right grip shattered up and oh, no. it was just busted. And I felt so bad afterwards because my mom got that controller specifically for me because she was like, oh, this is so cool. You're going to love it. And I only had it for a couple of months because I rage quit it with it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. I I was like, mom, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, oh, man, she's going to be so upset that I ruined this. Was she? No, she was, uh, well, I think she was upset that I was breaking things. She wasn't upset that um, I ruined something that she bought. I think she was just worried that, you know, when I was getting angry, that was like my first reaction was to break something. Um, So, you know, she we, we talked it out and she was like, okay, well, you know, now you know, you're not going to do that <laughs> again. <laughs> and I said, wow. damn straight, Trisha. <laughs> Wow, if if that was my mom, she would have like beat me with a chancla. Oh god. <laughs> oh, that's right, different household. My mom's white, so she's just gonna give me a stern talking to and a grounding. <laughs> yeah, the ti- good old timeout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good old timeout. Which I didn't tell her right away because I didn't, you know, like even though I know like, you know, the, the worst of it was gonna be, you know, she would take away the video games, which makes sense, you know. Right. Um, just so I can't, you know, throw my GameCube out the window. <laughs> But um, I was just like, oh, I don't want her to be, like, upset and disappointed, especially because she, like, went out of her way to get me that controller. So I was just like, yeah. oh, she's going to be so disappointed. And, um, she, you know, she was, but not, like, so much where I felt so bad about it. She was like, well, I think you kind of learned your lesson because, you know, you broke your controller. You can't use it anymore. What if you just blamed it on your dad? <laughs> Mom, Dad broke my controller. She was like, what? <laughs> honestly, though, like, because we both game, I feel like depending on how I spun it, maybe she would have bought it, but. Uh. <laughs> it's like, Mom, Dad threw this controller at my face and it broke. <laughs> he also said I was dumb because he was playing on Xbox. And I said, hello, Dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're. Your dad's a nice person. <laughs> oh my god, don't worry about this. <laughs> oh my god, like he he would he would find this funny. He he would be like, oh yeah, I throw the controller at her face all the time. He'd say it with a straight face. <laughs> like I, I I only find it funny because I know that would never happen. Okay, so that, that's oh why yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever I talk about outlandish things with my family, it's it's always just absolutely exaggerated, and <laughs> I yeah I I am. I absolutely find it funny too, so don't even worry. <laughs> it's like it's like oh my gosh, uh, Sage mom and dad, please don't hate me. No, they don't hate you. <laughs> they they really do love your sense of humor. <laughs> like seriously, like if like like if you are able to come out and visit, like I'm gonna have to make sure like if you come over, they're gonna have to be around because my whole family is gonna be like, oh my god, Brian's here. <laughs> It's like, all right, time to change the locks again. <laughs> time to move. <laughs> as long as it's not Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll never go to Indiana. 
All right. So, uh, Sage, I know you said uh, you had gathered some questions, right? Oh, yeah. I have a whole whopping two questions for us. Whoa. I mean, that's smaller than me. So, hell yeah. All right. So, yeah, I was talking to some coworkers, um, you know, to ask if anybody, you know, had some some good uh, like inquiries that we could use in an episode. And um, some of them said you know, sim- similar things. So I kind of just took a little bit from the few people I talked to. So the first question is, um, this is going to be more for you. What has been the uh, most difficult um, thing or aspect to adapt to living in Japan? That's a good question. I mean, everything, uh, <laughs> the, the, literally everything, the language, just like the system, like Japan loves paperwork for some reason. They still haven't gotten over the paperwork and they still use fax. They still use fax machines like in schools and offices. Like oh. who, who does that anywhere else? It's super weird. And is it pretty regular? It's not just like an every once in a while thing. No. Yeah. It's still a very common thing. I don't, uh-huh. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, when we you barely use that out here. Yeah. Like, I know that my mom uses it, but that's because she's still a little bit more old-fashioned. But um, <laughs> outside, outside of that, uh, I haven't even seen it in, like, a school or office in, like, 10 years at least. Oh, geez. So trying to figure out everything with the fax machine must have been such a headache. <laughs> well, I just think that it's bizarre that they still use it and it's still part of the regular utilities in an office. Um, but, yeah, they love paperwork uh, and signing everything all these kinds of papers and um it's it's kind of a pain but i mean i really like how peaceful it is out here um and everyone's very respectful but to get back to the question i guess um yeah uh it's just a completely different culture there's a lot of things that uh that definitely proves my bias right or like uh preconceptions i have had about the culture and there was some other things that were definitely completely wrong uh, but just get adapting to that and like their their way of living has been i would say for the first few months it was pretty difficult i'm a lot more uh, comfortable in that aspect now uh and i have a lot more practice with my japanese like it's still not great it's i would say it's almost close to conversational uh so i can ask for like basic things and very 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 basic uh conversations uh but going to like a city hall and having to do like my residence things has i would say that's been like the most pain in the ass it man i remember arriving in japan just even just arriving that first day how different every everything was (laughs) so different yeah, it's a lot to absorb, but that's you're doing it every day, and just I'm sure the more you work at it too, it'll just some things will become sec- second nature, or they they won't feel as different, or you won't be as unsure about certain things. Yeah, and I think the, I mean, in many regards, a lot of those feelings will probably hopefully subside over time. Like I th- I think it has a bit, but uh, yeah, good question. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And the second one I have, um, again, you probably will have <laughs> maybe some some better input since you're the one who's um, actively doing this more. Um, the second <clears throat> question is, what are some helpful tips um, for learning Japanese? 
Ah, excellent question, because I've been trying to figure that out for like the last year and a half um, and trying all kinds of things. Uh, it really depends on what type of learner you are. Like, for example, if you really like to read and you like read just any types of books, I would recommend getting the Genki book to start off. Um, if not, there's tons of YouTube YouTubers that do like Japanese lessons. Uh, but definitely for me, like the biggest issue is memorizing all the vocab. Cause there's like so much mundane vocab that you don't think about, but it is important. Um, so the actual like sentence structure is pretty easy in comparison. I just have like a really bad memory. Um, so again, it depends if you like to read, Definitely recommend Genki or any of those types of books. Um, but it also depends on like your goal, whether it's, you know, for business or for like casual conversation. Because Genki at the beginning is a bit too formal and a bit too robotic. Uh, it does introduce like more casual conversation on the, uh, later on. There's, I think there's only two volumes. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but and I only have the first volume and they do introduce more casual, uh, casual uh, sentence structure later on but for me as i'm working in you know i'm working for uh, japanese companies uh i definitely needed to know a lot of that formal language and i'm glad i learned that so many so many like youtubers will tell you oh you know that's not like the real japanese that you uh you know don't people don't use that like that's true in you know in casual places but if you're gonna be here as uh or you want to be here as a tourist, you know, casual is definitely the way to go. Um, but if you learn formal first, it's really easy to conjugate back to what they call the short dictionary form, which is a bit more casual. I remember um, we were starting to kind of get to that um, in my Japanese classes. I took uh, two mm -hmm. semesters. Uh, so I'm very out of practice. Brian is, uh, you're doing a much better job than I am since you're actually out there and you're able to speak with people who are native speakers. Um, I have met, like, besides my teacher out here, I have met, like, organically one person who um, speaks Japanese and was from Japan. And mm -hmm. um, when, when I told her that, she was like, oh, perfect, and started speaking to me in Japanese to give me some practice, um, which was actually really awesome because um, she didn't ask me anything too complicated, um, but she was like helping me out, which was great because I told her, I said, oh, I'm going to be going to Japan actually in a month. This is before my trip. So then she just decided to kind of ease me into some like practice conversational um, mm. just sentences. And that was actually really cool. Um, but oh. the Genki also super helped me. I only know of the two volumes as well. I, I wonder if they do have some advanced ones. I'd have to look into it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it's uh it's a great starter to be honest. People will like say, um, because I've heard many people say, Oh, it's not how people Japanese people talk. It's true to some regard, but I think I mean Japan is such a like respectful and formal uh country. So, you know, why not learn like the, that type of language, even if you don't use it, like I said, it's easier to conjugate back down to the dictionary form. Um, and yeah, I guess going back to the tips too, uh, just practice, like speaking a lot, practice, practice, practice speaking, because it's true what they say. If you don't use it, you lose it. So you'll, you'll forget if you don't, 
So even if that's like recording your voice or there's tons of apps where uh, tons of language exchange apps where you can actually practice your speaking. Uh, like right now, I'm actually taking a free conversation class every Friday. Uh, so I have it's not really a lesson, really. We just like speak in Japanese. So just it's just free conversation and there's uh, no preparation. And that's what makes it really, really challenging and difficult. But it has significantly improved my speaking skills uh, since I first started. Like for a while, I was like building up my listening repertoire. Like my listening skills are a lot better, like really good. But my speaking skills were not uh, adapting. So I decided to take these uh, private online free conversation lessons. So it's been helping a ton. So yeah, definitely speak it, learn a lot of vocab. Uh, what I did with some uh, memorizing some of the really mundane and boring vocab is like get like some tape and like write what it, the name of is what the name of it is in Japanese and then like tape it onto that thing. Like for example, uh, a te tele uh, television TV is pretty easy. It's just tedebi. So I like put uh, like tedebi on a sheet of paper and then taped it on there so I can memorize it. So things like that. It's just, it's the vocab is the biggest pain in the ass, but yeah, also just speak, 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 even if it's to yourself. But again, there's different types of language apps that you can use. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming <laughs> to our TED talk. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. Incredible. Hey, we got we got two whole questions. You know, that's it's better when we had these last uh, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> cool friends. What are those? Uh, I think it's a show. Oh, <laughs> is that the one with the uh, the one with the fountain? I think it's the one where like Ross is he's like, what's the deal with the pivot? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. George. George, I told you to pivot. <laughs> the jerks are called. They're out of you. <laughs> uh, good times. I do love Seinfeld. My favorite anime. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think George Costanza is my favorite anime character. He's definitely OP. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you, you, you just you, you got to love him anyways. So, um. We're at the 50-minute mark here. Um, I know you had something planned. Did you want to do it, or did you want to save it for the next episode? Do it. Up to you. Do it. Okay. Uh, take it away. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. You know, I can... Um, it, won't, it won't take as long as uh, <laughs> as uh, some of the other ones we have planned. So, all right. Since earlier I name-dropped uh, Boku no Hero Academia, uh, I figured it'd be fun to talk about some of those main characters and what their coffee shop orders would be. Uh, mm. Now, Brian, are you familiar with um, My Hero Academia? I know the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so a brief... I, know, I know there's like a Mighty Man guy? Yeah, All Might. You're really close. Oh my. <laughs> Mighty Man. I love it. I'm going to make my own uh, anime about superheroes. I'm going to put Mighty Man in there. Um, so yeah, a brief summary for you and for anybody who has heard of the show or not heard, heard of the show. 
Um, it's an anime about um, a world where um, people have um, superpowers, except they're called quirks. And um, in the at this point in time, like eighty percent of the population have them, although not all of them actually go on to be superheroes because um, there's like a whole um, like pecking order, and you have to like have your license, and you have to go through training and schooling. Hence, mm-hmm. why it's called My Hero Academia because it's all about a handful of kids that are training to become heroes, and um, it's it's very fun. Um, it's it's dramatic, it's emotional, it's got some really great action sequences, and they are so creative because every character, for the most part, um, because most of them have powers on this show, they have to come up with different quirks for every single one. And they are all so unique because sometimes even just um, hearing about them, you're thinking, okay, well, how is how does this work or how is this helpful? <laughs> And some of them really aren't, um, but they're really interesting and they're they're animated like super well and very um, just entertaining. So um, that's that's kind of what it's about in a nutshell. So I'm going to go and uh, <laughs> read off some of the uh, coffee shop orders for um, some of the more recognizable characters. Okay, so first, I'm ready, um, <laughs> we're going to start with uh, my favorite, uh, Todoroki Shoto. Uh, and the reason he's my favorite is because I, I don't know why, I gravitate towards um, the fire characters and the ones who remind me of Prince Zuko. So his quirk is half hot, half cold. Uh, he can produce flames from his uh, left side and ice from his right. I might have that mixed up. Either way, he can do half hot, half cold. So um, mm. Shoto is going to be a tea drinker. So in the winter, he's going to be into hot tea, probably like some nice oolong. And in the summer, um, iced tea. Figure, you know, the half and half hot and iced. Uh-huh. Um, next, we have Bakugo Katsuki. His quirk is explosion. Uh, now, this kid does not need any caffeine. His determination and spite will fuel him until the end of time. But um, he would also be the same person who would just drink shots of espresso because he can. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I can also see him being the type of person who would order a cappuccino and then be mad that it's half foam. And then he'd get all mad that he didn't know what a cappuccino was in the first place. And he'd start yelling. (laughs) Well, that really is me. <laughs> you are Bakugo. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, Bakugo is cool. He, um, he's always yelling, though. So I, I feel like personality-wise, well, I mean, you are always yelling, too. But, like, not seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you, you might be Bakugo a little bit. Oh, hell yeah. All right, number three, um, Deku, uh, Midoriya Izuku. Uh, his quirk all for one. Um, his quirk is like super strength uh, on top of other things you find out as the the story uh, unfolds. But he is the type of character who he overanalyzes everything and is like always kind of looking at stats and specs. So he would go into a coffee shop and look at the menu and be probably so overwhelmed. And then he'd start muttering to himself and like kind of right there and then coming up with his own like pros and cons list for like every single drink. And he would weird out everybody that was in line <laughs> by doing that. Um, or he would be the kid that would 
ask for a complicated TikTok drink at Starbucks, and then he would apologize like every 20 seconds <laughs> as the barista was making it because that's the kind of character he is. Weeb. <laughs> yeah, what a weeb. <laughs> All right, we got um, Uraraka Ochako. So her quirk is zero gravity. Whatever she touches um, becomes weightless. And she's got a lot of pink, a lot of light colors um, in her costume. So I think she would be super into everything Sakura flavored. Kind of like what you had earlier. Oh, I like her taste. Yes. Um, So, yes, she would probably be into the, you know, Sakura frappuccinos, um, the the mochi, just all of it. She'd probably get a pink drink from Starbucks. Um, she just she just loves pink. Next we have um, Suyu Asui. Uh, she goes by Sue. Her quirk is frog, so she pretty much has the physiology of a frog. Anything a frog can do, she can. So she's got like the crazy long tongue. She can um, you know be in the water. She's like amphibious. Um, so she's frog girl essentially. <laughs> Oh, frog girl. Yeah, frog girl. And so since green is her aesthetic, she would probably be all over matcha tea. Um, probably iced matchas. Mm. Yeah, those are pretty those good. Those are yummy. Yeah. All right. Next we have uh, Mineta Minoru. His quirk is pop off. He has these like sticky balls <laughs> that like grow off his head. It's like his hair, but he can pop them off and like, they, you know, people end up sticking to them. So he can kind of like keep people in place that way and he can just pull a bunch of them off and like use them as kind of projectiles uh he's kind of annoying uh and he's uh he's kind of pervy because you know you always have to have that character <laughs> um okay so, this guy is the he yeah. really he is my anime <laughs> yeah you character. are you are, oh god no you're Minetta. <laughs> no you don't want to be Minetta. <laughs> you're gonna be so mad if you start watching this you're gonna be like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> How Wait a minute! Go? Absolutely. <laughs> or you're gonna be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know what? You his you might like his costume. We we might have to co- we might have to get you to cosplay as Minetta. <laughs> so I got like the Google images pulled up here. I'm looking oh, no. at the characters here. <laughs> yeah, you should Google image them as we go, just so you know <laughs> you have a frame of reference. <laughs> Yeah, so I got the list. I, I I can definitely see which one is the frog girl. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sue. Oh, I love her. She's so cute. But yeah, have you <laughs> have you seen Minetta's outfit? Uh is that is uh let's see. Can I guess which one it is? Uh Yes. Is it the one with the gray hair? Um no, not with the gray hair. Shit. Uh uh, 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 um, cause I know which one the, the mighty man is. Yeah. You know which one all might is. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm, mighty I'm, I'm going to piss off a whole bunch of people. I'm sorry. No, it's hilarious. He, he, you keep calling him the name that makes sense in your head because I love that. And you know us, we never call things by the right name anyway. Like that's how we just communicate. It's true. I do love me. My, uh, my, my. Boruto. Wait, no, that's a real thing. <laughs> oh, no. They took your idea. <laughs> I'm suing. Uh, is it the one with uh, uh, with the black hair who looks kind of creepy? There's there's a few of those. Um, Mineta, he's got a yellow cape, and purple is a lot of his costume. Here, let me pull it up. Looks like he has a diaper. Is that yes. the guy? <laughs> 
I'm surprised that wasn't like your, you didn't notice that immediately <laughs> when I said you got to cosplay as this guy. No, yeah, that is me. It's like every fiber of my being. Oh my God, it's, I can't believe you were Mineta. Well, he would definitely order something that most teenage boys um, do when they go to a coffee shop. So something blended, um, like a milkshake. So he'd probably get like a caramel frappe or um, a dark mocha chip at Starbucks. Um, I looked at the Japanese <laughs> <Wait>. menu. <laughs> with extra nut milk. Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, with extra nut. <laughs> and then he'd go <laughs> laugh with his friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, next we have, I also added some of the teachers, too, so it's not just, like, the students. Um, so uh-huh. their homeroom teacher is, uh, his name is Aizawa Shoda, and he's the hero known as Eraserhead because his quirk, um, by making eye contact with people, he can erase other people's quirks, which is super cool. Um, that man is just very tired <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, he, he teaches kids, so, I mean, <laughs> you know how that yeah. feels. <laughs> They sure do. And uh, so he, he's he got to be just drinking like, you know, like a, a big thermos of just black coffee all the time <laughs> to keep up with them. Uh, all right. Next we have uh, next we have uh, your favorite. You know, this one. Mike guy. <laughs> uh, Mr. Might. Mr. Might. I'm just going to give him a I'm just going to give him a different name each time we mention. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sir Might a lot. <laughs> <laughs> his his quirk is um also all for one so it's a super powered um based one so he is just absolute symbol of peace he's really happy and jolly so he would i i think he'd be a a mocha guy he'd get like the biggest mocha possible because he wants like the whip and you know who doesn't like chocolate and um True. And because he's just such a such a nice and charismatic hero, he would be complimenting the barista the whole time, like, you're steaming that milk so good, young man. Like, that's just how he talks. So, um, and, and then as soon as, you know, he would drink it, it'd just be like Rengoku. He'd be like, umai, umai. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did it. I, we said we weren't going to talk about, about uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, but here I am. But you you know what? Like, I'm pretty proud. We're like an hour into this, and we didn't mention it up until this point. So we that's, did it. That's a win for me. That's a win for me. <laughs> I can't believe it. We did it. That was well, not really, but we did. <laughs> it it took so much restraint. Like, I literally like I'm ready to shit my pants because of how long I haven't said it. So. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna need that diaper. See, this is why you have to dress like Minetta. See, it all comes all together. It does. Um, all right, we got two more. So um, this name's going to sound uh, familiar. So the next pr- character we have is uh, Todoroki Enji. Uh, his hero name is Endeavor. This is the father of Todoroki Shoto. And um, he is also a fire-based hero. Um, unlike his son, um, his his power is just completely fire-based. Uh, his quirk is called Hellfire, um, if that tells you anything. And this guy is definitely a bastard. Like, when you first meet him, he's very cold um, and is not, like, really good around people, despite being, like, one of the top heroes. Um, and he is, he is that guy whose drink is just never hot enough for him. Um, like he's like that customer that's like, oh yeah, um, can you like make this Americano hotter? Which is like, it's already made with hot water, sir. How hot do you want this? <laughs> uh-huh. 
so he's basically a Karen, and then he's gonna like sue later for how. Yeah, it is. basically, he kind of like sort of like comes across like he would do that, but at the same time, I don't know. Like he would also be that customer that just like, you know, only tells you like you're like, hi sir, what can, what, what can we get for you? And he'll be like, large americano, and like won't like even like you know say hello or anything. <laughs> he would oh, be God. that guy. <laughs> oh, I hate those. I know, right? Like they just they just, you know, blurt out, you know, their order and just, you know, that's it. Like minimal communication. <laughs> God, I hate those people. I know. And that's ex- <sighs> yeah, I I hate Todoroki's dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's complex. You you kind of you're supposed to kind of feel like like you want to sympathize with him, but at the same time you know he's responsible for his actions but that's just another reason why the show is so good um you know you you don't always see certain characters as only being one thing they're they're not one dimensional um but yeah i'm still gonna you know call that man a bastard <laughs> fair enough <laughs> and, and our final one which um i wonder if this is the one that you were you were thinking earlier uh if you're if you're still searching um for them on google the last one i actually chose a villain um shigaraki tomura and his quirk is decay. Ah. So if you're still looking at all the guys, he's the one that has all like the severed hands like on his body and like on his like face covering, you know, his eyes ah, and everything. Ah, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um so yeah, he just looks crusty. So he would he would be <laughs> the customer that rolls in, probably wearing like, you know, those Baja <laughs> <laughs> hoodies um it probably would has tried to have dreads um oh god you know dry skin flaky hair i i and so i just i know his order would be a dirty chai with soy like an unwashed hippie <laughs> what a nerd yeah what, what what a nerd um and you know i, I the disrespect is just because I, I have to. He's He just, every time I see him, I'm like, you need to lotion up. You need to moisturize. Ah, uh, he's white. <laughs> Which is crazy because, like, the entire show takes place in Japan, so none of these characters are white. How do they know? <laughs> I know, right? Like, there's definitely some that are more inspired by, like, Western things. Like, uh, like for example, um, you know, true to anime form, whenever they unleash uh, a certain attack, they usually will, you know, announce what the attack is. Um, so, for, yeah. so for Mighty Guy, um, his attacks are all named after states of the U.S., <laughs> Like he has a Texas smash, um, oh. and he has like a Detroit one too, and it's so funny. And then like his really big ones, um, it, he usually will say like United States of Smash, and it's <laughs> it's like pretty epic. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> really, <laughs> it's just so funny. His, his Detroit uh, ultimate technique is uh, here's my Detroit uh, final form technique. A high poverty rate, and then he gets them. <laughs> and then you get them. <laughs> and he, he gets them. You get them. It just, it's it's so funny because I'm like, I can't take this ser- as seriously as I want to because you just said, you know, Delaware is <laughs> 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 part of your attack name. But uh, but it's fun. It's um, it's a good time. So yeah, so that was just um, my take on uh. 
a bunch of uh, my hero characters uh, going to get their coffee and their tea. Sweet, sweet. Thank you for that. That was fun. Yeah, You know so much about Starbucks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I tried to make it more um, like something you could get across the board. So I tried not to use like... You know, grande venti, you know, that blows people's minds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there were just some drinks that I felt were very specific to Starbucks that um, certain characters would go for. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Well, thank you for that. So that about wraps up uh, this episode. Thank you. That was very fun. Absolutely. And yeah, I definitely would recommend um, for you and for listeners, um, if you haven't um, checked out uh, Boku no Hero Academia, uh, definitely do. It is um, not even crazy long. It's um, only got five seasons so far. Um, I know, only five. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's got at least one movie, and uh, it's fantastic. So just, you know, add it to your queue. Great, great. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. So, yep, that about uh, wraps it up. If any listeners have any questions, please submit it. Uh, we will have the email attached to our uh, podcast uh, description we're still trying to figure out uh, where to where we're gonna um stream this stay tuned after this episode we're actually going to start releasing this episodes yay go us yay so if there's any questions we will have that email attached uh we are working on an instagram account so when we finish that we'll also plug that in of course so uh other than that uh that about wraps it up uh see ya Take care.